Welcome to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries. My name is Amy and I am a personal practice coach for the Brady Group. I've been in your shoes and I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe. And you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. Hi guys, Amy here. I am starting a new series on frequently asked questions, and so I'm going to share one with you today that I've received recently and, quite frankly, have, have heard several times. And that question is, we are needing some help. We have a lot of new patients who have canceled and or no-showed because they can't leave work. Uh, what can we do? Well, Obviously, if this were existing patients, the answer would be a little bit different. But when we're dealing with new patients, there are generally three reasons why new patients fail appointments. One, uh, we scheduled them too far out. Okay. Two, there was something on the phone call that they heard or didn't hear that uh, you know was important to them um, or that they didn't like. And the third thing is maybe they're scared or anxious. All right, and so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how to uh, overcome each of those three things. First of all, you have got to be able to get a new patient in within a week. Um, I talk to practices periodically, and they say, "Oh, it's six weeks before we can see a new patient," and and you know we're we're dying here, and our production's down, and yet their schedule is jam packed full. So. Obviously, there are some other issues there, but if you can't get a new patient in within a week, it's your fault, okay? It's how you're scheduling, and uh, sometimes I'll be told, well, we do have blocks, okay? What's happening? Well, we're, we're violating those blocks by putting other things in. I I'm sorry, guys, but if you've got recare patients who do not want to pre-book or they've fallen off the schedule... Um, because they've no-showed or canceled or they're wanting to reschedule from their original slot, do not violate your new patient slots to accommodate them, all right? Those patients ought to be put out beyond, you know, when your next recare is actually available, all right? Do not violate the new patient box. I, I cannot emphasize that enough. So make sure um, that you've got that right. Let's say you do have them blocked and you're not violating them and you still can't get a new patient in for a long time, you need more blocks, okay? You just need more slots. And so uh, figure that out first and foremost. Um, I'll tell you, a few years ago, one of my children had some sports injury. I can't remember which one it was, but um, I was told it happened at school, and the school trainer gave me the name of an orthopedist in town, and I called that orthopedist immediately and was told it, it was going to be about a week and a half before they could see my kid. Well, when your child has an injury, a week and a half is a really long time, okay? So I'm thinking, hmm, okay. So I went ahead and made the appointment. I mean, it came at the recommendation of the school. I, I in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to go ahead and make this because he's hard to get into. If I find something sooner, I'll cancel. So later that day, I was talking with a friend of mine, and she said, oh, you should go see Dr. So-and-so in Dallas. In fact, I'm good friends with his scheduler, and let me make a call. She made a call, got my kid in right away. All right, well, in the concern for my child and all the chaos and everything going on, 
I forgot to cancel the other appointment, okay? I'm, I'm a horrible patient, I know, I know. Um, in fact, they kind of tried to track me down and told me how horrible I was for no showing. Um, I'm really not a bad patient. It, it just slipped my mind. And quite frankly, if they had systems in place where they were able to accommodate me sooner, I might have been able to do that. Okay, and so they were a very busy office. I didn't feel good about how the phone was handled. Um, they were very, very focused on insurance and money. Um, it was just, I, there were just a lot of things about that, that that were not very good. So anyway, that that's the first thing is make sure you can get them in within a week. Okay, sooner the better. The second issue, maybe they heard something on the new patient call that they didn't like. I hope you're listening to your new patient calls periodically. If you need a way to, to record those, um, call me. You know, there are countless ways with technology, technology today that makes it super easy to record those. If you have Weave or some other patient communication platform system in place, even some of your software has the capability to record calls. So look into that. But you should be listening to your calls periodically, especially your new patient calls. Um, do you sound distracted? You know, are you asking questions out of habit that really shouldn't be asked? Are we really listening? Uh, just like we record our live patient interaction and watch it, we really ought to be doing that with the phone call. It's amazing to me how sometimes I will see a change in um, personnel at the front desk and new patient flow will either go up or down. You know, and nothing's changed other than that person at the front desk. And so, you know, make sure that, you know, you're not getting too technical or diagnosing over the phone or getting, you know, are, are they being heard and understood? Are you building a relationship? Are we, are we connecting with that patient or are we simply going through the motions? Make sure that you build the relationship first, guys. That is so, so crucial. Don't get hung up on insurance. Don't get hung up on money. Keep it simple. Redirect the conversation back to the relationship and get them through the door. All right. Um, make sure that they uh, feel gratitude from you. Not that, that you interrupted their day, but make sure that they hear from you. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you for choosing us. Gosh, we are honored and you chose the right place and we can't wait to be able to help you. You know, I hope that you are really focusing on um, that relationship and that patient and not just going through the motions with a new patient phone call. Make sure too that they get something from you in between that interaction and the actual appointment. Um, you know, time is usually pretty critical, especially if you're getting them in within a week. And so you want to make sure that, uh, you know, if you send them something via email, um, no uh, uh, policy-driven information. This is all about them. It's a, a great welcome letter that tells them, you know, how honored you are that, that they chose you. Um, it may include testimonials. You want to under, we need to understand that from the time we hang up that phone until they come in, we still need to be adding to uh, or contributing to the value they have for this appointment. Because they may make the appointment today and three or four days later when they're supposed to actually come in, um, other things have happened in their life. 
<laughs> okay, the phone, the, the seeing the dentist three days ago was important, but now other things have happened. Gee, maybe I have the opportunity to go to lunch with a friend, or maybe I, you know, uh, I don't really want to go to the dentist now. I'll do that sometime. Well, if they're on the fence, but they receive something of you from a, a value that indicates you are on the ball, you're ready to see them, uh, they're probably more likely to come in. Okay, so make sure that what they've heard from you over the phone um, is, uh, you know, all positive, all about them, all relationship driven. Now, the last issue, they're scared or anxious. All right. Um, I remember a story that someone told me about a, a new patient who had no showed three times. And my first question was, why on earth did you reschedule her the, the third and fourth time? Because this was a, a fourth appointment that she was coming in for. That was my first question. Why are we even doing that? Well, um, you know, bad on me because they, the end of the story basically is that uh, on the day this patient was supposed to come in for the fourth appointment she had made, she had either canceled or no-showed the first three, um, a patient walked in uh, about 20 minutes after that, that new patient visit was scheduled and they just assumed she had no-showed again. And one of their other patients walked in and said, hey, there's a lady sitting on the bench out front and she seems kind of upset. I, I don't know who she is, if she's a patient or maybe you know, family member of a patient here. I don't know what's going on, just thought you should know. Well, the front desk gal walked out there and it was that patient she could not physically bring herself to go into the office. She was that scared. She was that anxious. Come to find out, she had actually shown up the third time, but never made it into the office. Okay, the first two, she chickened out. So obviously that's an extreme situation, but you know, on the phone, you, you might be asking some questions like, how can we make sure you're as comfortable as possible when you come to our office? You know, what is it that's most important to you? Um, maybe even a short courtesy call from the doctor the day before. Um, you know, if the doctor just calls and says, hey, you know, Dr. Wonderful here, I understand I'm going to get to meet you tomorrow. I just want to let you know I'm really looking forward to that. And, um, you know, if there's anything I can do to make your, your visit as pleasant as possible, I hope you'll let us know. Okay. In most cases, the doctor's going to be leaving a message. Um, but if you do happen to get the patient on the phone, the verbiage is the same. And sometimes it's just that little, little extra that is all they need to push them over the fence to, to go ahead and come in. All right. And so some things there that, that you can do. Again, remember, get them in within a week. Make sure that you're conscious of, of the relationship building and what's happening over the phone. Um, and then the last thing is, is use some discernment and um, make sure you're in tune if there might be some anxiety or fear or some things going on. And even, even anticipate that a little bit. You know, I think everybody has a little bit of dental anxiety. That's not their favorite place to be. We all know that. And so what can we do that might thwart that if it, if it were an issue? Are you on the verge of burnout? Is stress ruining your love for dentistry? Are you working too hard for the money you're bringing home? If you're ready to kick the Sunday night blues to the curb, join us in Orlando, Florida, November 9th through 11th, 2022 for our flagship event, Mission Possible Case Acceptance Super Conference. For more information and to register, just click the link in the show notes.